I'm good. How are you? How's your weekend? Good. Did you get a yes. dog? I no, I didn't get my dog. Oh, I thought you were gonna get two. I want to. <laughs> I want two dogs. Uh, well, uh, I've got okay. one. You can have one. I got my dog fixed this weekend. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> Welcome to Tower After Hours. Um, I am Amanda, the content specialist, along with Kelly, um, who isn't in this podcast, but will be next time. Um, we have Caitlin. Hi. She's our SEO specialist. We have Mike. Hello. Our other SEO specialist and team lead. And then we have Pete. Hello. He is our developer. Um, and we're ready to go. Who wants to go first? Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. I know you found something pretty controversial. I did, but this is my first podcast, so I did not want to go first, but whatever. Yeah, but I like your topic a lot. Okay. We yeah. forced Pete to go first last time. Okay. Good. He was the first. Yes. It was just All right, now I'm nervous. Okay. okay, so I found an interesting article about um, whether or not your brand should take a stance on political and controversial issues. And before I actually go into the questions you should ask, yourself before you're thinking about doing this. Um, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about um, the controversial ads that are kind of out right now or have passed that have failed. Um, I'd like to first bring up the, um, the Nike ad. I'm sure you guys have all seen it. Um, no, what ad? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I've really not seen it. I, I just watched it is like it, last week. Is it like TV commercials? Because like, I don't watch TV. Yeah, what type it's, of ad? What media? What platform? Oh Tell this. me all the things, SEO. I'm already nervous about this. Okay, so they actually removed it off of uh, social media because that's how controversial it was. Um, it was about um, Colin Kaepernick when... Oh, uh, I read about that. Yeah, how he was protesting like police brutality, yeah. and he knelt during the National Anthem. This happened two years ago. But night... Two years already? Two years, yeah. Wow. And yeah. now he can't get a job. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, Nike... Well, except for now. He <laughs> doesn't need sure. a job with this endorsement. I'm pretty sure he's sorted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they came out with a new... Um, new ad, it was called Dream Crazy, and personally, I thought it was pretty inspirational, but considering they made him the spoke uh, the spokesperson, people are kind of, like, outraged by it. Um, the, the quote, I guess, for the whole ad was, believe in something even if it means sacrificing everything, so believing in what he was protesting, even if people didn't necessarily agree mm. with even him. Though it's, even though it sacrifices Korea. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, um, and it was the 30th anniversary of the, um, the company's slogan, Just Do It, so they wanted to come out with something big, and... Oh, they did it. They did it. Yeah. I mean, even bad publicity. Yeah, it's still publicity. Yeah, but I did mean, you like, see their sales skyrocketing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> Kate. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. Uh, That's the... Uh, how yeah. to yeah. <laughs> a backstory about it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> So this is, um, I'm going to be talking about a couple ads that failed, but this is one of the ads that um, they, they made the right decision, but they didn't just jump into it. Like mm-hmm. This took months, oh, years, since it happened two years ago. They probably were thinking about it a while. Um, so I guess later I'll kind of talk about how, no, I'll just say it now. Yeah. Um, get it done. No, um, for Nike, uh, from just do it. The, yeah, just do it. from this year compared to last year, like Labor Day, um, 
their sales dropped Labor Day weekend, but rebounded at a much higher rate on like Monday and Tuesday this year compared to last year. Um, so for yeah, for Nike, it definitely worked in their favor. And then I'm going to talk about the bad, the fails. The fails. Bring it up. What do you think? Bring it up. What, 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 well, you said people did, like people weren't really happy about the whole ad. I don't even think it was the actual ad. Oh, oh. Have you guys seen everything on social media about people? Why? Um, Tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Well, people are cutting, were cutting Nike logo off their outfits. Or covering the logo. And didn't you say something about, like, they... Yeah, at Walmart, there was a guy that stuck tape, the, the Adidas, the, the three slash, oh, sorry, Adidas, over the top of his shoe to cover up the Nike logo, mm-hmm. yeah. which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, there was another, it was, it made me sad because someone got this upset about it. It was a lady, I don't know how true it was because it was on Facebook and it was just uh, someone's profile uh she said she had an image of a nike hat and she was saying how it provided a lot of sentimental value because her husband was overseas and died overseas and when she heard the news about that he had passed he she was wearing that hat and Mm. she did not agree with nike and she ended up i think she burned it or somehow she got rid of it and i'm like does it really bothered you that much that you got rid of something with that much value they're burning shoes, right? Oh, yeah. They're, oh, yeah. they're burning they're shirts, hats, shoes. They're, yeah. It's just, just a lot of money. You know, I, I just think of people who don't have shoes, don't exactly. have shoes. Exactly. Donate it. You, know, you, can, you can be upset in a more practical way, I, I guess. But the fact that a company can stir up that much emotion and, and, and still see their sales go up despite yes. that is incredible. I mean, they took a risk themselves. They oh, knew yeah. they knew when they were gonna do this, there was gonna be backlash. But obviously, they saw the they saw the light at the end of the tunnel, which was yeah. you know, sales, mm-hmm. I guess. Yes. Well, I think you're you're hearing about the the negative press from this ad, and you're hearing about the protest, but you're not hearing so much about the positivity because right. it's it's like if you go to a restaurant, it's really good, you just keep going back. But if you don't like it, you'll complain about it online and you'll tell people and you'll post about it but this is the same thing there people are like they've also tapped into a lot of people who really like what nike's saying and they're buying and they're buying more and you're not hearing about that it goes along with like their before they even thought of the concept well when they thought of the concept they're like who is our audience like are they going to share our beliefs our stance on this and so Things you have to weigh. Yeah, I mean, going with what you said, people, um, I don't remember, I think this was back, you know, yonder years when I was back at university. My professor said, someone tells you, someone has a bad experience, they'll tell nine people about it on average. Mm -hmm. If someone has a good experience, they tend to tell one person Mm -hmm. on Mm -hmm. average. So, just, I mean, just kind of says it all there. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a political podcast, so you know, we can't just throw our own opinions out. Oh, we, yeah, we could, know. but you know, we might go ahead. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I have my thoughts on this, and I'm I, like, I 
love what Nike did personally, but I not everyone I... not everyone's going to agree with me, and I can kind of understand why they're angry, but I I have my own opinions on that. Yeah. And well, and not... I mean when it when he first knelt during the national anthem, people made it like um, that he was. Disrespectful. Like coming, dis- yeah, thank yeah. You. Disrespecting the military, and it's not even a military thing. No. But when that first happened, I asked uh, my boyfriend's dad, he's a disabled vet, and I asked him his view on this, and he said, well, the whole reason I fought for this country is so you could have your own beliefs. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It's silent protest. It's yes. Yes. Yep. Um, and then, okay, so oh, we'll come back to the Nike ad because that kind of overlaps with some of the stuff I talk about yeah don't you have some other yeah like did Taco Bell or Wendy's do anything this week Um, (laughs) um, this one's a bigger one this was Pepsi this happened in uh, April of last year what do you have against Pepsi Pepsi or Coke Coke Coke. Coke. depends wait are we fountain or can fountain for sure fountain Coke either or can can Pepsi absolutely Pepsi tastes like sorry don't don't burn up all angles or things on it Oh. <laughs> Sponsor us, Pepsi. <laughs> you have political views against But us. Diet Pepsi is garbage. Diet Pepsi is disgusting. Coke Zero is my favorite thing. Is where on, it's on. at. Okay, yeah. Coke Zero, Coke Zero is the it was best thing Coke ever. Coke Zero Sugar. That, when it was Coke Zero, it was amazing. They did yeah. Zero Sugar, Sugar and they did something. They did change the formula a tiny bit. And I don't know what they did. Rank. No. You don't they like taste it? the same. Yeah, I haven't noticed any difference. Yeah, they taste the same. I'm a purist, I can tell. Okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. purist. How about <laughs> Diet Root Beer? Here you go. <laughs> 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 That's the worst American thing ever. Get out of here. Worst root American Beer is You go amazing. eat your Marmite. And <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right, back to my uh, ad. Pepsi, Pepsi go. with Kendall Jenner in oh, last yeah. year. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but this what this was a fail because uh, this ad, um, what were they? It was a like a parade of people protesting. They had like, but it was like a happy protest. Everyone was smiling and laughing and had signs up that like said like no. join the movement or. Something along those lines. And Kendall Jenner was modeling. She was like getting her picture taken. And she ended up joining the parade. And it wasn't a parade. It was a protest, <laughs> not a parade. <laughs> and they walk up to a, um, like a barricade of police officers. And so this was um, about protesting police, police brutality. Yeah. I think it was, yeah. Yeah. And um, Kendall Jenner was given a can of Pepsi from another protester, and she just like walks up to the police officer, gives him the can of Pepsi, and he drinks it, and they just smile together, and it's all happy. And people were so mad because they believe that Pepsi trivialized these protests. Because if you saw them on TV, they weren't True. all happy and you know, no, violent. Protests were rarely happy. Yeah. So. Yeah. so um, Pepsi ended up removing the ad um, and apologizing. Again, I don't think that was a mistake. I don't think that was not, not a mistake. I don't think that was done without reason. They knew exactly what they were doing. and It goes back to the no, pre- no press is bad, or bad press. Yeah. Oh, what's yeah. the saying? No, no press is bad press. Agreed. And then, um, I'm not sure of that one. And uh, here's a local one. This happened in 
York. Oh, uh, last yes, last month I believe. Oh, so pretty recent. Yeah, yeah. Um, the police department, York City Police Department, did a lip sync challenge video um, that had went viral, but. Um, the beginning of the video, they're like in a school system and it looks happy. They're like talking to the kids, blah, blah, blah. And then at um, the second half of the ad, or not ad, um, the video, they are. Um, like on duty, they got called in. Yeah. So like, is someone going to run this. something? Mm -hmm. They got to find this van. Yeah. Um, the Maple Donuts company that's in, is it only in New York? I don't know where it's based. I know they're, they are in New York, but they're I don't know. mainly in New York. I just don't yeah. know if they're anywhere else. Um, if you've ever been in New York, Maple Donuts makes their political stance known. Like, they put it on billboards. Oh, wow. I believe they actually had one of their trucks in, like, an empty parking lot, like, right in an intersection. What is their stance? Um, they're pro-Trump. So when he oh. was campaigning, they... I, I forget what the billboard said, but they were pro-Trump. Um, and then... They put a billboard up that said, uh, Maple Donuts takes a stand, not a knee. Wait, aren't you, don't, didn't you bring a bunch of those into the office? Aren't you like a big fan of those? Uh -huh, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> and I'm sitting here That's going, how risky. come I've never seen these donuts? <laughs> she brings in also, donuts I've and I don't get I've never heard any. of this company. Yeah, they're because pretty famous. Locally, they're Look famous, yeah. But that's so risky. Like, you're jeopardizing, like, business. Well, that's the thing. Yep. So, um, since the York City Police Department kind of, like, it was, they were, like, a sponsor for the, the video. And so they, they had the Maple Donuts truck as, like, a getaway truck. So it quickly turned, the video turned from, like, happy, like, helping the community to, oh, they're, like, shooting, they're trying to find evidence. Um, Chasing, so she, like, like People, cops taking down the guy, yeah. and like tackle him. And yeah, which I mean, I mean, that's the life oh. of an officer, but I mean... What was the point of the video? Uh, I think they were raising money. I think that was the whole Yeah, but that was goodness. the weirdest part. I get the lip syncing. I get it. Yeah. But then it was, it, like, it took a, like a 90 degree turn, and then it became like a, like they're trying to make a story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I, I was lost, and then I was like... Yeah, but if you see, if you have been to New York City, you know the demographic of people that live there. So they're not, like, Trump supporters. Um, oh, okay, good. So, yeah. yeah. That's great yeah. for ma maple, yes. whatever, donuts. So, yeah, it's a risky stance to support. Seriously. Them. Yeah, so the fact that the York City Police Department had this company sponsor them, they just felt as if... Okay. The police department wasn't on the community side. Got it. Or they could have went about it a different way. They could have still made the video just like, in a different way. Maybe a, not, not have had that company. Just like lip syncs and Taylor Swift and like call it a day. Like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then the biggie of that is uh, so many people had an issue with it. The mayor removed it from social media. And Dang. But as we all know, it's never ever removed from the oh, internet's written in yeah, ink. Yeah, found it. Yeah. Uh, but so there's another example of not researching who wow. you're trying to reach out to. 
can backfire. And having, I think a big thing is consideration. Like, it's so easy to push something out online through social or blogs or on a website. And before you know it, maybe it's because people get offended easily these days, but it's just, you can't take it back. It's like when you say something to somebody that's really hurtful, you can say sorry all you want. It doesn't always heal. Mm -hmm. And we are out here trying to promote things and if you don't think about the consequences and really sit down and try and plan out where this could go you're going to end up in a mess yep mm -hmm. I agree so the point of this article I found was uh, you should ask yourself and or people in your company these questions before you go about doing this if you're wanting to take a stance on a particular issue um one, who is your target audience? Would they like, share the same beliefs as you? If not, probably not a good idea to do that. Do you think that the York police did it on purpose like the other companies did or maybe did? Or do you uh, think they just did it and they didn't? They I really didn't. don't. I don't think, think they purposely You know what I mean? Answer this I, carefully. Yeah, I know. Cops. I'm trying. I know. I'm trying to think how. Don't you live in the first? Yeah, she does. <laughs> well, the first thing, actually, when they had, when they read lion. <laughs> <laughs> so not the city. And then you're like, what the f? Not the city. No. When I think about it, I think when I saw the donut thing, because I you didn't see the maple donut truck right away. You just saw police and donuts, and I thought it was like the funny, like stereotypical, like oh. Place, like get donuts. Some, get some Dunkin' Donuts instead. I know. And then right. another thing is, were they trying to be local? Oh, jeez. And the other thing, I know you brought this up to us, and you showed me this, because I'd never heard of Maple Donuts, but I'm just wondering whether they were trying to associate themselves as the good guys in this case. Like, were mm. Maple Donuts trying to be seen in a more positive light, so they're mm. being associated with... I don't know, other brands. There wasn't, wasn't the baseball, the, the, um, the what's it called? The, the mascot? The old mascot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, he's, yeah. like, fun and friendly and stuff. And they were trying to be, were, that was a sponsor and other things. I don't know if it was something that they were trying to do, but it just, <laughs> poor execution. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I don't think they meant to do it, but it just, it backfired. Yeah. Um, You've been talking a lot. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Do you still have more to talk about? It's just. Do I, would you like me to? Would you like me to skip there? No. Sorry, I got really to close to the microphone. I'd love to hear more. I'm just gonna find. It. All right. There is five more questions. Five. Oh, holy crap! You pre you prepared. I prepared. Right. First podcast pre pre preparation. How long have I been talking? I don't even know. I didn't. Now I'm sweaty. <laughs> Fine. Okay. Five questions. I'll make them quick. Rapid fire. Go. Yes. Questions to ask yourself, your company. Okay. Who is your target audience? What is your campaign's message? Um, where will you run your com campaign? Like, um, for instance, uh, Facebook. Um, these ads were removed on Facebook, but... Um, only, I found this, only 38%, this was about hate speech versus free speech because um, different people have different definitions. Mm -hmm. So um, they were talking about 
um, videos that were removed, and it said only 38% of um, videos that were considered hate speech were removed by Facebook's algorithm. So it was mostly from other people oh, wow. just saying, oh, I don't agree with this. I think you should remove this. So I thought that was interesting. Um, I'll, I'll move on. Um, when should you start? <laughs> <laughs> I just see Shaw looking at me like, You can um, actually hear his eye roll. <laughs> <laughs> when should you start pre-testing? Um, as soon as possible. As soon as like, Pre-testing no. or protesting? Pre-testing. 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 Okay. Pre-testing. Okay. Like, you know what stands... So protesting and... Okay, sorry, okay. I'm See, done. now you're making it longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, why can't you avoid taking a stance? Because um, Sprout Social found that two-thirds of U.S. Internet users want their brands to take a stance. I found this funny. 33% said they would boycott if they didn't share their values, so pick your fights carefully. I think there's, I think there's a difference between, like, expressing your, your stance on things, but in expressing it in positive light. Yes. And not just politically. Yeah. I don't think that, like, yeah, I want to see um, brands I like working on body, body positivity body image positivity and things like that, like yeah. clothing lines and stuff. Yeah. I don't want to hear American Eagle's political stance. Yeah. yeah. Kind of thing. I yeah. think that's the that's the thing because it's really hard as a company. I mean, if we took Tala, look at the employees we have. We have people that are not really into politics. Myself, I am allowed to vote or anything like that, so I feel like I can say or do anything. But we have people that are more liberal, people who are more conservative. So if the company took a stance internally that's going to cause conflict yeah and i think if you're going to do something it needs to be you know i don't know if it's like a company-wide decision because it should be something that the company believes in oh yeah not just the ceo who wants to just get some marketing out of it and then all those people are associated with that are now going to be looked at as being jerks Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. Just telling you, Mattis, please do me. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Agreed. All right, and last and final point is um, how will you measure your results? Um, like it should align with your marketing goals. Uh, videos are perfect for this example, just because if you're measuring views on your video, just because you had more views does not necessarily, that's going to translate into like more sales. Um, and then companies like YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they have brand lift studies and they will have control groups, people that saw your ad versus who didn't see your ad. And they would ask questions like, would you be more willing to purchase from this company? Questions like that. So yeah, I've, been getting, I've been getting that in Facebook, the, mm-hmm. um, nothing political or, or, um, but questions like, have you heard of any of these five movies and then they were they would give me you know then you'd tick the box and say yes or you could just say no mm. and I was like I don't hear of any of these movies and I you know but I, what I did do was I, I went and looked them up and I was like oh these are like in the movie theaters right now mm-hmm. so I was like okay I mean that's pretty cool I mean it's you can keep it relevant you can keep it fresh you can keep mm-hmm. it up to date yeah mm. but you're done? Yes! Yay. Yay. Sorry, Sorry. 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 Sorry
next oh. time I'll be sure to pick a shorter oh, word to You're fine. Uh, I think Pete should go next. Pete, go. You got it. Fine. I'll lighten the load here a little bit. Mine is, <laughs> my topic is definitely a little more light and airy. Light and um, airy. Light and airy. Uh, I am the developer here, but my background for the last 20 some years, I've also been a web designer. Pizza unicorn. So I'm you a haven't unicorn. heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what I want to talk about are the design trends in websites that will be obsolete in two years. So Aww. by 2020, these are the things that if your website does, you should probably call Tower. Promotion. No shame. No shame. Clog it. Right. Um, okay. So really, if if your site is doing this, it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. It's just uh, it's things that are being phased out as there's this shift to mobile. Which, and I don't think it's a shift anymore. I think we are mobile yeah. at this point. Agreed. Because Google is getting way more we mobile actually, hits than hit, desktop uh, hits. Just this week, mm-hmm. um, we had so Google's uh, mobile index that they were wanting people rolled out to huge majority of webmasters just last week. Like, oh, yeah, we got done. flooded mm-hmm. with we got, we got flooded with information. So, yeah, mobile's here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're not waiting. And if your site doesn't have, or if your site is not responsive or doesn't have a mobile version, what are you doing? I know. You you are missing out. So You're actually losing. So here are some of the things that really are going away. Um, One of the big ones is parallax. And for those of you who don't know what that is, that is, as you're scrolling up a screen, a lot of times you will see objects moving at different speeds up the screen. This Mm -hmm. is often used to create like a foreground and a background or something. It gives it kind of a three-dimensional look. That is a huge memory hog, and it takes up a lot of time to load it and to it takes resources to display it. It's layers, it's, and they have to be transparent. So if they're photos, they have to be pings, which are huge files compared to compressed JPEGs. Mm-hmm. So on mobile, it just doesn't... Did you say ping, not PNG? Ping, yep. And I also say I, GIF I, because GIF is peanut butter. Okay, yeah. yeah. I say GIF, but does anyone else say PNG? I say PNG. I ping. Ping. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm I don't think sure anyone's particularly me. wrong here. <laughs> I would say but it's, it's if a you ping. say GIF instead of GIF, you're wrong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Parallax, um, it, the main reason it is really being phased out is it slows down the load speed for mobile users. Uh, phones just don't need that. They, they just don't need it. And the people just want to get their information quick. Their screens are small. They don't need all these little effects on them. So Parallax is going away. I mean, it'll still be supported. Is there going to be something that is, that you know of that designers or developers, whoever, they like the effect that it has. Is there something that's going to be coming along that's better than that, that doesn't necessarily hog up so much RAM? It, that's a good question because really everything is controlled by JavaScript, which is not, it, it's a beast of a program and it's, it's just, it's what's out there. It's what we all use. It's not intuitive and it's not fun to code in, but it's, it's just what we use because there's a ton of resources for it. But I'm not saying that Parallax is going to be, like they're going to drop support of it. It's, it's really just your browser that, that runs it, mm-hmm. but it's going to be phased out. People are going to use it less and less, and I think you'll see that sites that use a lot of Parallax, on their mobile hits are going to go 
down if they're not already. Didn't you just make a voice out of Shaping Parallax? I didn't do it. Oh, okay. I didn't sorry, do it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, no, a lot of the Parallax is actually taken out because even on desktop, it slows down the load speed. Oh, sure. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Thanks for bringing that up. So, yeah. My pleasure. Throw them under the bus. All right. Uh, another thing that will most likely um, be going away is really complicated typography. Um, as well, to back up, when the web first got big in the late '90s, early 2000s, we really only had like eight or ten fonts to pick from, and it was what shipped on Mac and shipped on Windows, sure. and it was. The only eight fonts or whatever that were on both. So you had Times New Roman, Verdana, Georgia, Helvetica, mm. Monotype. I don't even know. There, Com- like Comic Sans? No. Comic <laughs> Sans doesn't exist. Someone was about to create Comic Sans and then someone killed that person with a shovel. Amazing. So what I was reading about this is the average user is a highly connected mobile user and they want to get to their information quickly and the big fonts, like they don't really take a whole lot of extra time to load and most of us at this point use Google Fonts, which is great. It's a repository of hundreds if not thousands of fonts that we can embed. Uh, but again, every embed slows down your page load because it has to mm. call out every single time a page load. It has to call Google, pull in the font family, mm. and load it. So what's you if, if you're building a website, try to stick to one font or a couple two fonts? Two fonts. I always do a, uh, a two-font combination, sometimes three. Uh, I like to go with a, uh, maybe a, a sans-serif headline and a serif body or vice mm. versa, or just go sans-serif, unless it's something fancy and, you know, then... Serif fonts are, you know, it's appropriate. But in my case, I really like sans serif. And they would, there was always those things, oh, it's tough to read because you don't have the little serifs carrying your eye along. I think that's a bunch of BS, personally. <laughs> personally, I, I don't care about I feel that. like that's more like reading in, in real life, like on a book well, kind of thing. When you're on a website, you should be reading yeah. short sentences and bullet points anyway. Right. So yes. if you can't get through 12 words, then... Right. Yeah. I don't think the <clears throat> the horizontal aspect of the font is the issue. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, no future for overly complicated design. So we are getting to the point where, well, again, I'll say we should be at the point where we should be developing mobile first. And I'm guilty. I don't always do it. I, I do it sometimes, but I sometimes find that it's easier to build the desktop site and then shrink it down for mobile. And that's not really the way we're supposed to be doing it. It's not necessarily wrong, but it's just attacking the problem from the other end. So because so many people are using mobile devices, we start now with the mobile aspect of it. And then and then as we build, then everything moves out and, you know. So we should build out more than build in. Correct. But we should. It's, it's not the easiest thing to do, especially if you have a very graphic heavy layout. It, it can right. be tough to determine where things go. A lot of times it's easier to put it in place and then figure out what to turn off as we get smaller on the viewport gets smaller. Certain things should get turned off. Sometimes you just can't see that when you're going the other direction. Mm. But but again, that's why they're talking about overly complicated designs going away. And I find this really interesting because right now CSS Grid is getting really popular. And 
For those of you who don't know, uh, CSS is how we control how a website looks. The HTML is really the content, like the, the text that you see, uh, but the CSS styles it. It gives it the colors, the fonts, the images, the layout. That's all done in a style sheet, and that's what the SS means, style sheet. So CSS Grid is now out, and CSS Grid basically allows us to just grid the whole site as you would, almost like a puzzle, and you can just put pieces wherever you want. Hmm. Uh, if you can think of a Mondrian layout, I don't know if people know what that is, but the, yeah, the boxes with the, just a big grid. It's literally what it is. It's a grid where you can just say, okay, this should be in this box, and this content should be over here in this box, and I'll make a column out of this box. And it makes it so easy and has reduced the amount of coding that we need to do. But it hits right at the time where content should be getting a lot simpler. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like we've been waiting for this for 20 years because CSS is not a perfect science. It relies a lot on floats, and it can be really difficult to know what you're doing if you don't you know, know all the functions and features of it. So I've been waiting for this, and it's been out now for about two, three years, but now it has browser support, except for IE. Again, side <laughs> note, you should not be using IE at this point. <laughs> Tell your IT guy you need to be on something better. We were just mm-hmm. looking, I was looking through, we have like lots of clients from construction through to, you know, farmers markets and everything in between and less, well, not less, but around 10% of users are using Internet Explorer. So oh. 90% mm-hmm. of our audience, and we have you know, lots of clients are using others. Mm-hmm. And then if you just go online you look at like browser statistics, I, I mean, even even Windows have made a replacement with Edge. I mean, they're trying to mm-hmm. get rid of it. Mm-hmm. IE has been holding back web development for 15 years because Opera, Safari, and Firefox all adhere to the W3C standards of, of web development, which is basically it should follow a certain set of guidelines. And Microsoft always felt, well, ours are better. We're following our own. So when we would build a site, we'd have to build it twice. We'd have to build it for everyone, and then the few people oh using Internet Explorer. And that we had so many hacks that we had built in, just by throwing an underscore in front of a name would change the look just on IE versus everything else. So that went on for a while. And then their ping would always have a <laughs> blue background. So if you silhouetted something, it would always have a blue background because there was no transparent ping support in IE. So we've been dealing with Jeez. IE for many, many years. And now it is holding back grid support. So it is time to cut the cord. That is my personal opinion. I don't speak for Tower. I speak for myself. It is time to cut the cord on IE. I feel like Internet Explorer is very, like, the year 2000. Yeah. Like, people used it in 2000. We're now in 2018. The problem is some people are still in an XP environment at their work. And you can't get Edge if, unless right. you go up to Windows 7, I believe. I don't use Windows much, so yeah, I think 7 I is where Edge... Windows. Yeah, so they are stuck, and they can't do anything about it. And here's the other thing. You were talking about mobile. We're going towards a mobile device, that mobile devices that view websites. Your mobile devices don't have Internet Explorer. They have Chrome, <laughs> Safari, sure. and everything else. So please... Do not request Internet Explorer. It's not helping you or anyone. There's, like, not really even, like, what's the benefit? There isn't. Mm-hmm. There isn't any. It, it, really? It actually, it costs you more. When you go oh, to a website and you ask to have Internet Explorer built into it, that's your time 
and your money literally going down the, the toilet because they the devs have to build that in for about 10% of your users who are probably, you know, on the way out. Favorite browser? Go. Chrome. Chrome. Not Chrome. even a question. Firefox. Chrome. Okay. However, I will say this. Uh, Firefox, if we, if we are building in CSS Grid, Firefox has a amazing okay. way of viewing the source code for Grid. So, like, people listening, Firefox or Chrome... Do the math, choose. Figure it out. <laughs> All right, I got like two more things, and then I'll pass the okay. baton to Shaw here. Um, <laughs> these are not things that are going away. These are two things that are coming, and some of them are already here, which, and I think these are really cool. Uh, one, I will say, is card-based design. And that is, if you can think of like a blog that you would go to where you have maybe three columns, and you have mm -hmm. a picture at the top, a little title, and that, just if you would put a box around that, that is called card-based design, and it's little chunks of information with a little image. Oh, yeah. So think of, like, your latest posts at the bottom of your homepage. Like, that's card design. Mm -hmm. And the thing that is great about card design, it is to the point, it's concise, and it translate awesome, translates awesome to mobile. Like, it, it's just made to be on mobile, but it just happens to look really good on desktop in a column format, too. So as we keep shifting more towards mobile, 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 you are going to see more mobile styles on desktop because it's easier to make it look good on desktop mm -hmm. than it is to make it on mobile. Right, so that's another big one. Um, and then the last one I want to talk about is flat design is becoming very big again. Many, not many years ago, maybe like 10 years ago, flat design became pretty big where we started using just big boxes of color and our buttons were no longer raised. Uh, you know, you would hit the button, it would go pop in and out with the yeah. little shadow effect, you know. And that just kind of became pretentious. And eh, mm -hmm. we don't need all those bells and whistles. And we took them off. And our user stats just dropped. Because people didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. Like, they didn't know that that was a button anymore. <laughs> they need to see that little shadow to know. Mm -hmm. They need to see it underlined. So it took a while for people to kind of understand what was happening with the UI. They, they didn't quite get it, but now it's been out there so long, it's starting to get very popular again. And now we're getting into uh, a movement called brutalism. Yes. Brutalism is awesome. Uh, to boil it down, brutalism is basically your content and your text is the only thing on the page. Yeah. It yeah. is, you have an, an image and then you have a black headline with black text on a white background it looks great. Think of news sites. Mm -hmm. News sites, a lot of news sites already use brutalism because there's so much content. They don't want the background right. image or these colors to get in the way. They just want to get you the information. It's constantly being updated. You know, it's just in your face all the time. So they use brutalism where there's nothing to distract you. Hmm. Strictly, strictly the content. So that is getting big. And on a side note, I would just like to stay, say... You can stay if you want. And this is, this is on, this is me talking, there is no fold yeah. on a website. This is a phrase that has gotten tossed around and I keep hearing it. There is no fold on this. So I say, well, I want to make sure this, this content's above the fold. There is no fold because, because someone who's on a phone has a different screen aspect than someone who's on a horizontal tablet. It's a different aspect from someone on... A desktop has a different aspect from someone on a 
three monitor rig in their house, their gaming setup, mm -hmm. there is no fold. So while it is important to get the information high on the page, we can never guarantee you're going to be above the fold every single time because there is no fold. Maybe well I done. should well, write thank a you. word thank you. my blog <laughs> my blog post. I use that. I use above the fold. Yes. So, so we have other terms we use now, but the fold Stop using that term. I'm sorry. These aren't newspapers, people. Oh, <laughs> oh what, which, uh, which word should I use? For Above top of page. Vertical height. Vertical. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. All right, I'm just taking a hand off time because uh, Caitlin took so. Oh my God. Okay, I might have to. Caitlin just. I might have to just. He just, he just doesn't want to run over. I short. I had like a lot of questions and some really insightful information. <laughs> but, you know. Oh my God. She's Dang. She gave herself a charm. <laughs> So exciting news in the land of digital is that digital videos make up over oh sorry digital ads are making up fifty one percent of all ad spend. So compared to content that you find in a print magazine, coupons, anything that's you know physical, television, all that stuff, digital ads, PPC display, you know Facebook ads, all that stuff have now crept over the the 50% mark and are accounting for more and that is not stopping why do you guys think that is because videos are in your face and flashy and people love that I was actually reading a very similar article mm -hmm. to this and that video content is not going away and it's only going to get bigger mm -hmm. as we move forward mm -hmm. who do you think see, this is what kind of caught me off guard and all that so I think of video ads and, and, and I think of advertising in general, but I'm, I think of video ads because they're, they're getting more predominant, especially with Facebook, how it's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's uh, native, it's in there, YouTube, all these things. But what are the type of companies, like if you had to choose one company or one industry of companies that was using ads, not just video ads, but digital ads in general, who do you think it would be? Choose one. Each of you choose one. Apple? Uh, industry. Oh, industry? Um, Beauty. Yes. Beauty? Yes, yeah, a lot of them on YouTube. You, you oh, my that. goodness. Um, um, automotive. Ooh. That's a good one. Tech? Okay. Pete got one. Oh. So oh, tech. It's because I'm smart. Oh, wow. Pharma and finance. Really? Finance. Did you say Pharma? farmer? Finance. Okay, so pharma. like... Like pharmaceuticals. Oh, okay. Pharma. Pharmaceuticals. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay no, that makes more sense than I thought <laughs> actual farmers were like. <laughs> okay. 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 Pharma. Farmers. Okay. Okay. Can you get it? Pray you pronounce an R like that. I talk like an American. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are a bunch of wallies. <laughs> wallies. What? What's that? Joke's on you because we don't know what that means. We're lucky with you. Okay, so finance. That kind of caught me off guard. So, like, Wells Fargo? Yeah. Wells Fargo. Wow. Okay, all right. Well, okay. You know, Edward Jones, mm. those sort of things. Yeah, that's interesting. Why do you think... Okay, so why do you guys think people are using videos, digital videos, over, let's say, videos that you or, or commercials that you would see on television? Why, why would a company, a pharmaceutical, a finance... Power, go with those over a traditional television ad. 
You mean the kind that are interjected, say, in in Any news videos that you're watching? Okay, okay, so any digital video that you get that is like a, an ad mm -hmm. that you get, why do you think people are leaning more towards, like businesses are leaning more towards using that as the medium rather than traditional TV? Because I don't think there's nearly as many TV yeah, watchers as there used to be. And I know at least... 20, 30 people have cut cable, myself included. I was just going to say, yeah. at the beginning, the reason we don't know the movie's playing is because no one watches, like, TV. No one really... I mean, like, I would only listen to, like, movie reviews on on radio. Mm -hmm. I don't really hear anything else about movies other than that. I had to sign up for cable to get a discount on my internet package with Comcast. Yeah. And I don't even have a cable box. I don't care. I don't want it. I don't watch it. And they're charging me $3 a month for it or something yeah. like that. But it's still cheaper than what they were going to raise my internet to. Agreed. Yeah. I like that he made that point because, like, since I'm moving into my new apartment, we were trying to, we just wanted. Which is not in red line. No, it's not. Because <laughs> um, she's scared. Oh, gosh. Um, <laughs> we, needed, we wanted Wi Fi, but the intro package included yep. cable. Welcome to adulthood. Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's like. We don't need cable, but it's cheaper. Yep, yeah, get it. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. Now that net neutrality is repealed, they're going to fix that. Oh. So here's the thing. Hold on. That was a joke. Before. Okay. There's well, no response to that. Really I don't really think that. Net neutrality is a whole other subject. <laughs> All right, my yeah. just fell. Yeah, yeah mine too. So the thing which I think a lot of people like about is they can track the ROI on a digital ad over a traditional like television ad. How many people viewed it? Did they scroll? Where did they stop? How many t how many impressions? How many of those impressions were clicked? How many of them were unique? And I think because of that, we can now target those ads specifically to audiences. So we know that there are pregnant, to uh, soon-to-be mothers. I know babies are us aren't around anymore, but I don't really know any other baby stores. But if they wanted to target like video ads, they know who to target to. Facebook, Instagram, Google, all of these these uh, platforms have so much information to help marketers put the right message in front of the right person to help them get what they want, which means I'm seeing what I want to see, I guess, rather than on television, I'm getting all these random ads that don't pertain to me, uh, you know, like, uh, what's it, AARP ads and those sort of things. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see that, and it just kind of wastes my time. At least with this, I can either browse on, or if if they've done the job right, it's targeting me, and I should be reading it or watching it. Yeah. Um. The interesting thing, which I, well, it's not interesting. I don't think. I think we all kind of guessed it was mobile of the of the fifty one percent ad spend that is digital. Two thirds of that is mobile, which mm -hmm. yeah. I guess really comes down to most of it's probably coming from social media mm -hmm. or news platforms. Um, oh, I just went blank. I have to <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Caitlin well, yeah, should talk again. I more to say. Here's the thing, which is, that's, sorry, this is what I found interesting. Even with ad blocking, I run ad blocking on all my devices. Mm -hmm. And still, digital ad spend is going up. And it's continuing to go up, and so even with that, I really it really gives you the uh, idea that if you aren't doing 
digital form of advertising, you are missing out on a specific audience, which means your ROI is probably going to be missing out um, quite a bit. And you're never going to really get to your message or your brand to the people that who, who really care or would care about it. So please think about that. And, you know, I, like Pete said, we do web development and we do ads. So we would be more than happy to take your money <laughs> nice. and invest it and invest it. Invested in good advertising that returns, you know, a positive result. <laughs> Turning. Wait, okay. Wait, no. No. Oh. no. No. Just an FYI, and this is just a reason why you should consider ads now rather than today, rather than tomorrow, is demand and supply, you know, equilibrium. That's usually said supply and demand. <laughs> and, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, okay, so here's the thing, because ads are increasing and more people are going to be doing these digital ads, the price of ads are going up. If you look at Facebook and you compare that to Instagram, the cost of advertising on Facebook is significantly more expensive than Instagram because Instagram's a, new, a newer medium and you know Facebook's got a larger audience. So having that in mind, don't wait because you're gonna be you're gonna be starting to pay for it. The more and more this becomes uh, in demand and supply is more needed. So yeah, thank you. I am now finished. Sweet. Okay. Well, um, mine's pretty short and sweet, so I'm gonna just. Because it has to be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not plugging plugging anything except for Arby's. <laughs> Sponsor. <laughs> um, my article was uh, again about promoting um, like shameless promotions in other brands. Uh, so I think last time I did, what did I do? Um, KFC. Mm-hmm. This one's Arby's. So um, basically, Brands such as Arby's and Domino's um, are doing really big promotions um, for social media to get social media attention. Uh, Domino's recently did a promotion in Russia that offered free pizzas for life yes. to fans who got tattoos of the brand's logo. Oh, I saw that. Oh. Free pizzas for life equals. Did you say it was Domino's? That's Domino's. Yeah, but then you're stuck with Domino's pizza for life. Yes. I'd rather have a pizza. hundred pizzas. A <laughs> hundred free pizzas for each year for a hundred years. Oh my god. I did the math. I did All the right. math. That's ten thousand free pizzas. And it was um, there was such an unexpected large turnout with three hundred and fifty people getting Domino's logo tattoos. Which means that they would have to give out three million five hundred thousand pizzas. And if I don't know the average price of a Domino's pizza, but I said at ten at ten dollars per pizza, that's thirty five million dollars. Oh my gosh! That they would lose and out on. And Domino's goes out of business in two yeah. years, and yeah. that tattoo is there for life. Yep. So, so Arby's learned from this mistake with Domino's, and but like the idea of tattoos. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, so, so they have offered. Um, their fans, it, the campaign doesn't include free things. All it does is it offers a higher level of sandwich commitment. Quotes. <laughs> and it's it's basically 
fans can get any of the custom design tattoos for Arby's, which are, look like this, and I will oh, oh add God. a link to the podcast. But these are the tattoos. They were designed by um, Miguel Uzi Montgomery. So they're free tattoos you can get. Actually, I might get the Arby's sauce one because that stuff is... Yeah. Actually, they're not free anymore. They were on September 20th, but you can still get the designs to take it to a tattoo parlor. But all this is, is you get the tattoo and you can share it on social media to get like likes and attention and all that. It's all the drum up social media traffic, but they're not like people aren't getting anything. This is for dedicated Arby's fans who like dedicated roast beef sandwiches and curly fries because that's where it's at. What are your thoughts, Shaw? Um, I'm a little bit concerned about one of the tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The one with the with the little angel. What is she holding in her bag? It doesn't look like a sandwich to me. Let me see. This is like the Little Mermaid cover. Yeah. So, um, oh my gosh. I mean, there are a lot of people who would do this. I would. I follow a YouTube channel. She got Chipotle lit, like written on her lips, oh, like lips. like like oh the underneath. She got Chipotle written. Like people will do this. It's just like how far like will you go? I don't care about the anyway. <laughs> I just thought this was a really cool stunt because they did learn from others. I guess you don't want to be the first person. You want to be yeah. the second that learns from the first. Man, that's an expensive mistake. So I like that we always end with food on this podcast. It's really great. We, Amanda it, should have her own segment called Food Court, where she just talks about court. all the different food court things corner. fast food restaurants are doing. Food Court Corner. <laughs> that's, that's really hard to say. We should get local foodie foodies and local food vendors, restaurants, what have you, and have them on the blog. Amazing. Because they could talk about marketing, surviving as a business, all that cool stuff. And if they were really smart, they'd bring in some of their food that we would give them a positive review on. And True story. Yes. I could write a blog of my life. Like, the uh, blog of my life. Are you listening, Plaza Azteca? Plaza Azteca, bring me your salsa and chips, please. Um, I digress. Anyway, that's all I have for this one. It was it was just, I thought it was pretty cool and wanted to know your thoughts. Would you get a tattoo for a brand? And if so, what brand it was? Mm-hmm. Would it be? I would I would not get a tattoo for a brand. I will be the first one to say. Uh, Even for I'm, free pizzas. I'm not that loyal to a brand. Heck, I'm not that loyal yeah. to people in general. I'm not going to get a tattoo of <laughs> Caitlin on my shoulder. <laughs> you know, it's like, heck no. I mean, like, for free, for 100 free pizzas a year, would you give the Domino's tattoo? Yes. No, I wouldn't even sit outside of, as much as I love Moe's, I would not sit outside of Moe's the night before because you got 100 free tacos, or 100 free burritos for a year, something like that. I would somehow incorporate it into, like, a creative... No, it has to be standalone tattoo. Did they say that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know the rules. If you they didn't, then I would make that, it into that like... sleeve and sh- show um, your d- Domino's tattoo on your 
If there's no, okay. <laughs> thoughts aside, wait. Thoughts aside, if you you didn't have to decide whether or not you got a tattoo, you were getting a tattoo. Which brand would it be? Mm. Me. Are we gonna bring this back around to Nike? No. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Caitlin has the <laughs> Caitlin has the floor. I would do rice and noodles from Lancaster PA. <laughs> Sponsor us. Oh my gosh. Jeez. Can't think of one that I. Your favorite thing. What pizza. brand is it? Okay. Can you get a pizza. What kind tattoo? of pizza? What's the brand pizza? I don't have. I just love pizza. Okay, you have so to like. Have a pizza tattooed on you. Just a pizza. Sure. I would. And then like the brand names start like around it. <laughs> <laughs> Each slice has a different <laughs> brand. <Yes. laughs> no, because. Okay. If there's no size limit, I could do like a small one. Like there's a size limit. <laughs> it needs to be this big. Six <laughs> inches. <laughs> under my big toe, we no one. My right, the small your back. That's right. It has oh, to be gosh, the, yeah. the stamp. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, Pete. I. That's tough. Possibly Trogues. Okay. Hmm. Trogues okay. Brewing, because okay. I love. Birch beer? A and W. Just a can of A and W. It's like drinking diesel. It's horrible. It's literally no. It's delicious. 100% that is incorrect. Oh, I know. I'd get, I'd get the Microsoft Windows logo. Oh, my, oh my God. God. How, about, how about IE? For those of you who cannot Ooh, see. Tune in for the next episode of Tower After Hours. Everybody say bye. 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 See you.